Hey everyone, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany Blackman and it is so great coming to you in the month of June. In the month of June, I've told you, this is my love month. We're talking about love every single Tuesday and we've hit a few topics, but this one really resonates with myself and my guest and we're going to talk about being a mommy and our kiddos, all right? And everything that's associated with that. So welcome to the show. Cole Phillips. Hello. Thank you. Oh my goodness. It's so good to see you. Yes, ma'am. Good to be here. Well, and Cole, you are, I am Cole Phillips on Instagram. Yes. And tell me how you came up with that name that, I mean, it's your name, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know, funny story. So it's not my name. It's not my government. I know. What? What? Yeah. So (laughs) I, it's not my, it's kind of like J-Lo. Well, no, that's still part of her name. But anyway, um, yeah, no, it's actually not my government. I got that name. So my name is actually Nikki Nicole. That's actually my name. Nikki so, Nicole. Yeah, I used to grow up. People thought my name was Nicole. Oh, people call you Nikki for, you know, a nickname. I'm like, no, actually, my first name's Nikki. My middle name's Nicole. My grandmother gave me that name. Nikki uh, Nicole. Yeah, yeah. So that's that thing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Only on, oh, so fabulous. <laughs> um, so... I can tell you like my grandmother is a big part of who I am, her strength, her perseverance, just who she was as a woman. And I channeled that her maiden name was Phillips. So I took Phillips and then took off NI with Cole. I just, for some reason, I'm attracted to masculine names on women. There was Mm -hmm. an actress a while back named Michael Michelle and she's gorgeous. And I was just like, I like her name. Mm -hmm. It's sexy. It's sassy and strength. It's strong, you know? So Cole Phillips was birthed out of not only Nicole taking off the NI, but then Phillips being my grandmother's maiden name in in honor of her. Well, you're going to just kind of roll your eyes at me and go, not really, but I was coming down the stairs today and I was about to do my mirror selfie and sell what I'm wearing here on, on like to know it. And so I was thinking Cole Phillips and I went, what a cool name Cole is. I mean, that's, I mean, there's plenty of men that I know that are Cole. Exactly. And they're basically hot men too, that are Coles too. So (laughs) just like you. Thank you. I mean, seriously (laughs) though, but so you are, I am Cole Phillips on your Instagram and um, how I met Cole. Mm -hmm. So Paul, our our producer, because you have a podcast as well. And um, he said, you know, come in because I was dabbling with it and I was very nervous. And and Cole, I've done television, radio, media forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. seriously, forever. Okay. And um, it was not a big deal to me, but podcasting made me extremely nervous. Really? It did. It did because, you know, being 56, I didn't, I'm like, okay, what is a podcast? Mm-hmm. Do I really need a podcast? Mm-hmm. Is anyone going to listen? Mm-hmm. So he said, why don't you come in and listen to my friend Cole? And she has a podcast. So I remember it was freezing one day mm-hmm. on a Saturday. Yep. <laughs> went in and listened to you. And I'm just sitting there. I'm honestly, my eyes were so, I mean, bug eye. And I went, I can't do this. I can't do this. And no. I can do this. I know I can. Yeah. I knew, but I was like, I can't. She's so darn good. And you had your laptop and you. The, I, I was just so impressed. Thank you. And so you, my friend, were my standard. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. Okay. So. Get it, girl. I, I had to reach for that. So following you on Instagram and all of your inspiration and being a mom and yeah. your funny ass videos you do. <laughs> That's the entertainer in me. I can't help it. The real I am naturally goofy. I let it out. Everyone, you have to go and watch it. I, I, I want to do the, what she's doing, but I just don't think I have it in me. But you do. It's so cute. Just some of the things I'm just cracking up. Now my daughter, which is 22, yeah. follows you. And she's oh. like, she's so cool. I'm like, I know, Thank I know. You. So cool. 
this month, I, I think I told you a little bit about it. I'm doing a month of love. Yes. And, and people are like, well, that's Valentine's, that's February, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. No, t- Greg and I have been married for 10 years. Yay. Yay. Yay yes. is huge. You got over the seven-year itch. <laughs> Get it, girl. He's locked in. He's locked in. I mean, we're not going anywhere. That's this is, right. This is done. And let me tell you, um, we've been married 10 years. I'm his fourth marriage. Okay. He said it wasn't his fault. None of those were his fault. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm. Brave girl. Yeah. I would have heard I'm the fourth. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, there's no <laughs> I, fifth. I love it. Yeah. I love it though. But he's my third. So we have seven between the okay. two. Okay. All right. Ooh. Look at y'all <laughs> getting out there being bold and brave about love. I love it. You're doing better than me. <laughs> yeah. It took me forever. Like, but okay. <laughs> but, you, but you're engaged. I am. It's still a struggle. I know. Because, no you know, being being a single mom for 11 years. Yeah. Before he came along, like it's it, I got settled. I was good. I was yeah. making things happen. You know, I'm like, what are you going to do for me? Yeah. I'm like, why are you here? Yeah. And get sex anywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, by yourself, too. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you know, I'm saying so. Great. So, so making that love month. So yeah. I, I did, I've done different things and everyone's going to see through June, but awesome. it's not Valentine. It's not all about love, like having sex love. It's, yeah. it's about love. Yeah. yeah. So you and I both have been single moms. Yes. You are a single mom. Yes. Um, we have children. So I wanted to talk about the love of our children, yeah. which is to me, um, and I, I will tear up because my daughter, I have one daughter yeah, and she is the most fabulous thing. I mean, I, she is amazing. And do we make mistakes? Yes. Yeah. But I have the most mommy guilt. Mm-hmm. So I, mommy guilt is a guilt like no other. It is. You know what I mean? I can have guilt with my husband. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah, it's different. And you know, I might, I do feel guilt with my dad, my mom's deceased, but okay. what, what, what it's going on? Do you have mommy guilt? Uh, it comes in waves. It yeah. comes and goes. Um, and I've learned to check it. And it takes a lot of courage to check it. it. takes a lot of boldness to be bold and just say, okay, this is where it stops. And I, and I also think it has to do with understanding who you are as a mother and what phase you are in as a mother, mm-hmm. because that's key. So both of us are what I would say more in an advisory space, because I, I feel like when you get to the teenage years, at that point, whatever you've deposited into your child, whatever seeds you've placed in them, whatever information you've given them, right? Knowledge that you've given them. At that point, they have to take that through wisdom, which wisdom is the application of the knowledge you've given them. But how do they get that? Through life experiences, mm-hmm. through exposures, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so we become advisors at that point because right. I've deposited in you. Now it's just like, make the wise decision. Mm-hmm. Here's what I have to offer you to make that wise decision, right. but it's on you to do it. Right. Do- and I agree that when a, a child forms their personality, they're four years old. Is that, that yeah. am, I, am I incorrect? Yeah, no. Definitely forms their personality. And I know throughout the years, the guilt I had, younger years, um, being a single mom yeah. with honestly a great co-parenting um, marriage, a awesome. divorce. There yeah. we go. Um, but when I, I was traveling across the United States, so I'd bring out my suitcase. And when I did, she would just crumble in the floor, melt. I'm crying. She's crying. But she was working me, too. Mm. Do your kids... Do, I mean, oh, they're manipulative. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, she knew to push my yeah. buttons and it killed me. Yeah. But I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so how do we all... Do, how do we, you and I... Okay, wait. TJ and Sean. TJ yes. is 16. Yes. 
And Sean is 14. Yes. Kennedy's 22. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they've formed their personalities. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they've, they've got us down. Oh, yeah. They know us very well. They do. They yeah. do. So so tell us about these children and, like, how your household yeah. with your boys. Because you, your ex, mm-hmm. very much in the picture with yes. the boys, right? Yeah, very active father. Yes. How do y'all co-parent and deal with guilt? Does, your, does he have guilt? I don't know if guys. I think, he, well, I think he does because he is an athlete as well. Mm-hmm. So um, he had the opportunity to play professional baseball coming out of college got injured unfortunately and so that took that that opportunity away from him mm-hmm. tj is at this point looked upon to become a pro athlete coming out of high school that's wow. how how much it's looking clear and clear that's going to happen for him seriously yeah so dad spends a lot of time with him you know doing different things with him and because he relates to him because of the athlete that he is right mm-hmm. Sean is the actor. He's the creative. He's the entertainer. Now he relates more to mom. Dad doesn't necessarily relate as well. Right. So I can tell when he kind of guilts him if he spent a lot of time with TJ and then he comes to drop TJ off. He's like, hey, you didn't bring me any food. What? Mm-hmm. You guys hang out all day and I don't get anything. So he knows what he's doing. Like, yeah, he's going to do it. Right. With me, it's more of we communicate so much. He tends to kind of get an attitude and, and the little ad- attitude he'll give me, he'll say something like, well, mom, you're not speaking my love language. That's what's wrong. Sean so he's, does that? Sean's an intellect. So he's very intelligent. <laughs> yes. And I'll say, well, son, you're not speaking mine either. So oh. it sounds like we need to sit down and have another conversation. Wow. Oh right? my goodness. So it's like, yeah, you can, you can pull that, but I'm going to pull it back <sighs> and let's see what, where we get with that. At 14, At 14, he's starting this. Oh my goodness gracious. Yes. You know, Kennedy is, um, and you know, I, my dad's, I think I'm starting to parent. Well, mm-hmm. I have been parenting my dad, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that as disrespect no. at all. But my daughter is parenting me now. Mm-hmm. I, from times to time, to time to time, she'll she'll say to me, "Mom, you know, should you have said that to Greg?" Or, "Mom, should you?" If I'm very stressed out and yeah. work, should you do this? And so, you know, I have the mommy guilt, but now she's my friend. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's the cycle of life. I think we don't realize, just like you uh, just said. As we get older, we do end up parenting our children because now what we'll find is that they're asking us our opinion. Well, Mm -hmm. what do you think? Should I do this? Should I do that? Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And they're looking to you in a different way because they're older and things are changing and they need that assistance. Mm -hmm. Well, I have gotten to a place with my sons where we have a relationship where they know, number one, they have a voice in, in the house. They, they know that's important. Well, because you have a voice, but you also understand I put the boundary in place because you have to have boundaries with your kids as well. And I think that's the thing that we don't do. And that's what causes more of the mommy guilt is like, okay, here's the, the line in the sand or in the cement, as I like to say, <laughs> this is it. Like you can't go here. I'm mm-hmm. mom and that's it. So debate has done. You said your side. I said my side, but my word stands so long as you're in my house. Mm-hmm. Right. And my sons know they have a voice. They can articulate themselves. They can speak on a topic matter, whatever it is. But then once I say, okay, I heard you and I see your view, but we still have to go this way. Right. Or we still have to do it this way. Right. Right. They've learned that now I don't deal with the guilt as much because I have placed those boundaries with my sons and they know. They know. This is how far you can go with me. And once you hit that threshold, you know. Okay. We're and, done. And, and my daughter... There was one little episode she had where when she was uh, probably, oh gosh, freshman in high school, mm-hmm. one episode. And it was all about who she was hanging out with. Yeah. Influence. Was, and I, and mama put an end to that very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And that was really the only episode we have. But I felt guilty because I really, she got in big trouble. I mean, mm-hmm. she, mm-hmm. she wasn't supposed to go to talk golf and she did, you wow. know, her girl, her little friend, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So after that, 
you know, there were some strict boundaries. And she even told me here recently, she goes, mom, I know, you know, I'm 21 at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you, you scare the crap out of me sometimes. <laughs> and that's good. It is good. They need to know. My thing is once we get to a space where we are being the advisors and we're actually guarding and guiding them a different way. So it's, I look at it like going bowling, right? You see the kid, the young kids where they have the little guardrails up and where they don't get the gutter, if you will. Mm-hmm. So there are certain phases of life, especially with teenagers where with mine, we have the guardrails up. You can go so far before I'm gonna let you fall completely into the gutter. And I'm gonna explain to you why. So I don't have, even with relationships, my sons have seen in the current relationship I'm in, they've seen some tension. They've seen different things that are like, hmm, what's that? And I'll have a conversation with them about it because this is my opportunity to help them have a narrative that I gave them versus allowing the world to give them a narrative. And so I think what it comes down to is they can begin to respect as they get older, have more life experiences, get exposed to different things. Mom and dad actually had they knew what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I did. Well, you know, I we have we call it this the syndrome in my house. Um, there was a there was a pivotal time when Kennedy determined I was not a dumbass. Mm-hmm. I mean, like she made mm-hmm. that decision. Like, yeah. wow, she actually know. Whoa, she knows what she's talking about. So, yeah. I, all of my girlfriends, we have talked about this with our kids. We're going. We're not stupid after all, right? You know? right. Because remember, well. You may be going through it because when it was in, oh, she was in high school, the eye rolling. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, so, so are you dealing with that at all? Do they think I you're get, smart or stupid? <laughs> well, you know, yes. here, I had that aha moment with my youngest, the intellect, Sean. I was talking to him about um, anxiety because he made the comment. He's like, oh, my anxiety, this, this storm is giving me anxiety. I said, first of all, you don't have anxiety. <laughs> so let's stop using that word. You're kidding me. Yeah. He's like, I, I do have anxiety. Said, you don't even know what it is. What yeah. is it? And then he could and tell me, he's like, well, all my friends talk about anxiety. I said, well, let's, let's go back and just to know me, to know everything I speak to them about is the, the principle of faith in, in our, in our, um, our beliefs. And I said, well, okay, let's go back to your scripture. And your scripture said, God has not given you the spirit of fear or timidity, right? That's the beginning of it. So fear is associated with anxiety. So why don't you just say this scares me instead of claiming anxiety and right. then let's address why you're scared. And then we can break all that down and go from there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, huh? Okay. And he puts his hand on my shoulder. It was really funny. Mom, you gave really good advice. Wow. He's 14. He's I told you he's the intellect. And I said, well, thanks, son. Oh he's my like, gosh. No, that was, that was really good. My friends need to hear from you. And I'm like, oh, no, well, I don't want to deal with your friends. No, right I'm dealing with these two. <laughs> yeah. I got to deal with you. you. You two are enough. I mean, that is, I mean, that, that's, that's huge because that word anxiety, I think, with children today, especially and adults, yeah. I, I use it now. I do have anxiety. Yeah. And, and some of us, Chemically, we do. Exactly. But when you just throw the word around. No. And you don't even know what you're talking about. Sir. No. Let me show you anxiety. Yeah. Let me show you what that looks like, boo-boo. What you got is just, you're being silly. I know. I know. I know. And so having these kids and, but watching these children as mom and dads. Yeah. Watching these humans form is the most satisfying, loving um, accomplishment. Yeah. You know, Mother's Day is coming up. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, not that we're recording this and it's Mother's Day next this weekend. But Mother's Day, yeah. you know, I'm writing about it and I miss my mom desperately. But mom's just the most important job in the world. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. you're a corporate career gal. Yeah. And um I'm I'm a career gal, but the most important job that God ever gave any any of us is to be a parent. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? I firmly agree with that. And I think that 
I always associate my sons as gifts. They're the gifts that God gave me. Yes. Um, and bec- and I'm honored to be able to be a steward over their lives and the purpose that he put in them. And so looking at my son, the athlete, this boy's been on a private jet before I got on a private jet at 13. Uh-uh. Yes, ma'am. Millionaire heir out in Addison. You're he cute. got on a nice little private jet to go play baseball. And it was at that moment I said, okay, Lord, you definitely have a major calling on this boy's life. He's been sponsored playing baseball. He has? Yes. When we came to our newest community that we live in now, when we first moved in there, I was at a track meet. He was an eighth grader. At the track meet, and I literally heard um, someone talking about this kid, this shortstop. Like, we're trying to find him. Like, I hear he's like, he is awesome. I've seen video of him, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know what they were talking about. I'm just trying to focus on TJ. Next thing I know, they say his last name, which they have their father's last name, of course. It's Pompey. It's said wrong. Well, you can't miss that. It's Pompey, but it's always Pompey. (laughs) That's how people say it, right? And I said, they're talking about my son. son. So I just like politely, I was on a higher bleacher up and I said, are you talking about TJ Pompey? Yeah, yeah, you know him? And I said, that's my son. Next thing you know, they're coming oh, up when they sit down and talk, right? But it was just the fact that his name is already traveling like that. And he was, what, 13, right? And then with my youngest, when I tell you his acting, I can just see, and, and he loves Will Smith, between Will Smith, I think, and... um, um. Chad, Chadwick Bozeman, excuse me, who passed, uh, Black Panther, mm-hmm. if you will. Yes. Um, he loves the, just how they posture themselves and who they, and he's a bit of comedian too. So he's got mama in him um, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but just to see him come alive, when I tell you, you, I can just see the gifting on him of acting and, really? and to be able to support that and to pour into that and, and be there as that parent is just a beautiful thing. So I always call them my gifts. They're definitely my gifts. So I, I know the answer to this, but those of I have friends that are are listeners yeah. that have two children mm-hmm. that are like your children that mm-hmm. are Alpha and Omega, mm-hmm. fabulous children, so different. But it's diff- difficult for them to parent them, mm-hmm. especially when you have one that's older that has taken. For example, a friend of mine, um, her daughter, just uh, top merit scholar, d- never had to help her with a college application. Yeah. yeah. Never had to do, I mean, didn't have to do anything. The second child, not so much. I have several friends like this. Yeah. yeah. Not so much, totally different. And her mommy guilt mm-hmm. and my daughter did need handholding mm-hmm. to do, she needed help. Yeah. Um, she's ADHD. She, she, you know, yeah. but the mommy guilt for that. So do you ever find yourself having to... Not being like, mm-hmm. oh, am I being fair? Mm-hmm. But does that make does that? Make yeah, sense? absolutely. I have not, and I'll tell you why. I my mom, I I, I give credit to her. She was really good at te- treating us as individuals. Wow. And so I look at both. Like I said, Sean's the intellect, right? So I know even when it comes to disciplinary actions with either one of them, it's how I deal with them differently. So with Sean. I have to have a conversation with him and people would completely disagree with me. They would say, you know, why are you having a conversation with your son? It's just the way it is. And that's it. Well, no, I need him to be able to understand how to use his voice and to be able to tell when something's hurting him or something's bothering him. I don't want him going out into this world like most men that, you know, um, they harbor their feelings. They don't communicate. And then all of a sudden it just explodes. Right. So it was very important because I knew he was a communicator and I knew how I needed to communicate with him. And he's stubborn. Okay. So because he's stubborn, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to break this a different way. And he's strong. He's got it honest between his dad and me. And with my oldest, TJ, TJ's not a communicator. 
TJ, you have to take the opportunity. When he opens up, you take it. Like, don't overlook it. Don't dismiss it. Take it because he's Mm -hmm. opening up and he's learned to do it more. And I've actually just watched how certain situations have caused him to be forced to speak up more because it's affecting where he's trying to go. Mm -hmm. And then I can reiterate, well, son, you got to speak up. Yeah, talk. Right. But I also spend individual time with each of them. You do. So I don't, I don't say guys, we're getting ready to go here because they have different interests. They mm-hmm. have different ways. Right. And so I take individual time with each kid and do different things. Does Sean point. want to go to a baseball game? Uh, no, <laughs> he gets forced when it's playoff time. So it's like playoff season right now. Or if it's district games, he gets forced. I'm like, you got to come out and support mm-hmm. your brother. And a lot of that's because he didn't find his purpose, if you will, what he felt called to do until he got in middle school. Mm-hmm. So he didn't know acting was his thing until then. Whereas TJ has been playing baseball since he was like, seven okay so yeah he's been the cheerleader if you will Mm -hmm. since big brother was playing and he's like okay i'm done right all right but you got to come to the special stuff so 16 tj's in what grade he is a sophomore going into his junior year this fall okay select baseball yeah Uh uh-huh Money and uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I mean, that's what I hear, right? Since- it is, and and we've been blessed. Uh, TJ, I've only paid for one team since he was ten because he's that ca- talented. They literally will. What does it take to get him? That's what we hear often, and, and I look at it as the setup for when you start talking about teams at the pro level. What is it going to take to get you to come to our team? Right? He's already being groomed to be prepared for that time. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I look at it. Same thing with Sean. Every time that he's done a play or anything that he's done, you st- he has little fans that come up afterwards. You stole the show. I love mm-hmm. you. This, that, and the other. Yeah. And then I get asked, can he come to this? Can he come to that? He's we eight- have scholarships. Is he in eighth grade? He's eighth grade going oh. to freshman year this fall. Yeah. Good grief. That yeah. is amazing. Okay. Let me ask you about baseball. Yeah. So as a mom, would you... um would you suggest or would you support if TJ went right into the pros or would you, would you insist or mm-hmm. support Would you, college? Yeah. How does that look? So I know TJ and TJ and school are not friends. Okay. They're not friends. Now he does well because he's, he's trying to go pro. Him. So right now he has a 3.5 GPA. Okay. Right? But the boy fights to get that 3.5 GPA. He, work, he has to work. He has it. to work hard. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes TJ, what are you doing? You're, yeah. you're on your phone. Can you get on the books? Right. So I, I absolutely, if he has the opportunity to go pro, go, I'll, go. I'm, I'm like, I'm a big proponent of education, mm-hmm. but how you get the education for me is you have to do it according to what you know you want to do in life. Right. And so, yeah, TJ going straight out of high school, getting into the pros. I don't have an issue with it whatsoever. I feel like he will find his way after that. If he say, okay, let's, let's go to college. Well, you can pay for it yourself at that point, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not, yeah, I know my baby and he has actually, he's given a verbal commit to Texas Tech. As a sophomore, they they sought him out. So he college is on the docket, and he knows if that's what I have to do to get to the pro level. If it doesn't happen out of high school, then I'm gonna go to Texas Tech, do my three year commit because they have to do at least three years before they can be considered again for a pro athlete. Mm-mm. And then I'm gonna try again. Like he knows where he wants to go, and I cannot knock that perseverance and, mm-hmm. and that pursuit. Well, yeah. your your ex, his dad, mm-hmm. did he go pro immediately? He he almost did. He had an opportunity to play for the Cleveland Indians, and he got he tore his ACL before. And you mentioned before, that, yeah. But he did so. He, so he yeah, didn't he even was, go to college and play, right? No, he played. Uh, he had full ride scholarship for basketball at Sacramento State. That's where he went to school. 
Good grief. Yeah. So athleticism is like strong as it relates genetics. to genetics. There you go. You have some go. strong genetics. Yes, ma'am. Your, <laughs> your ex and you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So um, are there girls in the picture for TJ? Not TJ. TJ's yeah. shy. TJ's like his dad. His dad, when his dad approached me, he had to have everything like so crystal clear. And then he approached me. Mm -hmm. And it was his best friend who helped him out as far as like opening the door to know he could talk to me. TJ's kind of like that. I think the girl's going to have to do something to where he's going to open his mouth because he's the one that doesn't communicate. Right. So no girls right now for him, but he's starting to peak the whole, you know, I care about what I look like. And oh, oh. so it's starting to it's turn kind of a little bit. So yeah. you're not dealing with that yet. Uh, I am with Sean. <laughs> Sean's been dating since he was in the fifth grade according what? to Sean and I said what if dating in what the fifth dating? grade oh you know recess we play together oh okay oh. <laughs> that's dating got it or is it, it what like talking yeah we're yeah. talking yeah yeah, yeah. so or yeah Sean Sean's had two girlfriends now since uh before he had hit freshman year he hasn't even hit that yet I don't know what you called it <laughs> because you're you're younger than I am but when I was in high school and um I was going, I'm going out with yeah. someone. Mom's Same like, where thing. are you going? Because yeah. you're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had strict Catholic parents. I did too. Yeah. My, mom, my mom, yeah, she had, my mom had me uh, coming out of high school, 18. So all I heard was, you're not getting pregnant. It only takes one time. How do you think you got here? I was a virgin and then here you are. I'm like, okay, no pregnancy. Oh my gosh, no. Yes. Yeah. She put the fear. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I did it right. Got married, had the kids. Sorry, just couldn't keep him around. But I at least was married when I got pregnant. That's right. Mom and dad were, were married and they were 19 and 20. Okay. So I think she had me about 20. And yeah. I just cannot. I look at my daughter, it's 22. Yeah. What? Like, don't do that, hon. No. Please wait. No, of course and, and, wait. If you don't, it's okay. If you're listening, girls and boys. I know. Wait. wait. Did you hear us? And wait. We, we were in sync when we said it. <laughs> we were in sync. We didn't even script that out for no, sure. No, Absolutely. Okay. So you were mentioned, you mentioned discipline and this is something when yeah. I, um, Kennedy was little. Now I was going through a different type of phase of my life. Gotcha. Um, so gosh, she was, what was that? That would have been. 18 years ago. So I had different issues. Gotcha. Um, like Vogue, many issues. Gotcha. So um, I remember as a child, my parents um, did not spare the rod. Okay. Gotcha. So I was spanked with peach tree limbs and All belts right. and, uh, and, you know, wooden spoons. And we were good kids. I'm <laughs> just going, if we were bad, I can't even imagine. But, you know, that parenting, yeah. I, of course, it never comes with a handbook, but that's what they knew to do. Right. And right. Um, I s did spank my daughter twice and it absolutely killed me mm -hmm. and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. So what do you, what did you do with, what are you doing? And I mean, I'm still disciplining them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. my daughter's been living with us and her shoes are on the stairs. Yeah. It's my house. We're going to, we're yeah, going to deal with that. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I got you. Yeah. You know, okay. So I had two different instances because I am a talker, because I am a communicator. Uh, you have a voice in the house, right? When they were younger, I had two scary moments, one with each child. And I say scary because they saw a side of mom that I don't think they ever want to see again. Really? Yes. TJ, my oldest, he was just whining and whining and he was, he was, 12 at that point, um, maybe 10, but no, no younger than that. But he was just whining. I don't want it. Why would I do this? And I just lost it. And I got right in his face and I grabbed him by the back of his neck. And I, my friend was there, my really good friend. She said, I swear, I thought he was floating. 
I was like, is he, did she pick him up by his neck? She's like, the way you guys moved, it was just so scary. I was afraid for TJ. And I took him in the room and I got right in his face. I said, what you will not do is when I tell you something, you will do it. And if you don't, I will break your neck. <laughs> oh gosh. Cause I, I'm, I understand the power of words mm-hmm. so much so that I'm ve- like, when I get angry, I will separate myself from whoever I'm angry at or whatever it is, mm-hmm. because I know my mouth, I can really tear you down very easily. Right. Right. And he just kind of looked. And I think the combination of me grabbing him the way I did and, and the grip that I had on his neck, cause I had the back of his neck, the grip and then what I said, because I turned him toward, like I was still holding his neck and I turned him towards me. And I think that was it. He was just like, I don't even want to, I don't want to know what, what she could do. Right. I think I'm going to take that and just leave it alone. And from that point on, I didn't have any issues with TJ. Nothing. Sean, on the other hand, my intellect, Sean, I was on the phone and he kept talking to me and Sean was about, I want to say the same age. It was around 10, 12. He, he was a little, it was after his brother for sure. And um, I just remember he kept talking and he kept talking. And I said, um, we can talk when I get off the phone, son. Well, why? Mm-hmm. And the girlfriend, she said, I'm going to let you handle that. I'm going to get off the phone. And she just got <laughs> off the phone really quick. And I looked at him and I said, Sean, did you seriously badger me until you got your way? Well, you wouldn't answer me. And I don't like being ignored. And he was just, I said, I told you I was on the phone. Mm-hmm. What part of that do you not understand? Oh gosh! And I got in his face and I said, how would you like it if you asked me time and time again for something? And I just ignored you mm-hmm. and I did everything that I wanted to do, but I ignored you. Oh gosh! Matter of fact, I don't care if you eat. I don't care where you go, when you go, how you go. You can go play and I'll just, you'll come back when you come back. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I batted my eyes and I looked at him. Well, I just wanted to know why. And in that moment, something I realized about him, because I know I was angry. Like I'm being very kind the way I expressed that. Right. I had some other colorful words, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. But I know that they sensed because kids know that just like babies can sense spirits and, sure. and they pick up on energies. Right. Mm-hmm. They knew, OK, I took mom to a point that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. Right. And but I also realized something about both my sons, especially Sean. Was that if you tell him why, at least help him to understand, because Sean seeks understanding often. If you help him understand, he backs up. Right. And he's done with it. Okay. Mm. That's what it is. Right. And he'll move on. I did not. Those are the only two times. And I didn't even have to lay hands on them. Their dad will tell you, Sean, the stubborn one, he tried to whoop him. And he said, no, he's too stubborn. Really? Because he said it didn't even phase him. It didn't phase him. It was, he said, I was afraid that if I kept going, I was going to hurt him in a way that was going to be traumatizing. Right. And so he realized I got to talk to this kid and to the others in the world, if you will, you don't talk to a kid. Well, we're not in the age where you and I came up and there's no social media. There's no YouTube. There's not other voices that they can go to, to get information. And these predators are real. Right. And so if you don't and you're not open to communicate or even with the guild of it all, explaining why I had to go there mm-hmm. afterwards, you know, it, this hurts me more than hurts because it does it hurt. It does hurt. But you need to understand why this has to happen. If I don't give you something that says you can't go this far, you're going to get out in the world and just do be reckless and, and then wonder why life is not where it could be for mm-hmm. you because you're not disciplined. You don't have certain things about you that right. you get from this type of disciplinary exactly. action. Exactly. Yeah. So do you think fear was is motivate? 
they they were motivated by fear? I think in the beginning it was fear. And then later on, it was the respect of the respect. mom knows what she's talking about. Sure. Mom and dad have our best interests at heart. I think that's explaining the why behind the what happened is where the respect now comes Girl, into play. Girl, you've done a great job. Thank you. I'm trying. They, they still try me. Of course they do. <laughs> I mean, of course it, it's still. And I, I wonder, um, and I, I'm going to ask my dad this. I'm going to see my dad this weekend. Yeah. Do you ever stop parenting? And I think he has, like, in his mind. But how, I mean, I do ask my dad for, for but my dad comes to me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, my mom comes to me now. She's 63 and she's looking at, she was gracious enough to give our house to my, my younger sisters. So my younger sister's living in the house that we were raised in. Wow. And she's like, I don't want to be in this retirement living. I don't like it. She just, she wants to be back in the house. So she's out looking again oh, instead wow. of, you know, of course, her daughter, my niece and nephew, they're in our former house as, as kids and she's not going to kick them out, right? Mm-hmm. Your mother's not going to do that. So she's like, I can find another house and that could be our house. She's she's still trying to take care of us. Right. Because all she says, then we'll have another house that's in the family or whatnot. And I'm like, mom, I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. I'm for it. But let's do this because you want to do it. Isn't I don't it? need you to take care of me at mm-hmm. this point. Right. But I think we do. We still we're going to be parents. But again, from an advisory space, because mm-hmm. I'm doing more advising my mom than necessarily like, no, mom, you can't do that. Right. She's not at that space. But I am giving him her more advice and, and vice versa. Honestly. And it doesn't. It is the circle of life. Yeah, it is certainly the circle. Yeah. I wish my mom was still alive because I would, you know, um, like she died at a time of, of my life. I, I was so independent, had yeah. my own thing going on. Yeah. Now I just go, gosh, mom, you know, going through menopause and, yeah. and, um, what happened and how, and how were you? And it's I, the and, wisdom. Yeah. And you know, those of you that have moms out there, I really interview your mother. I mean, especially if you're younger than I am, interview, get yep. the facts yep. of what happened, especially with health. Because Absolutely. And they didn't talk about it back. I mean, no, no not, not at all. I, I thank my mom for being more and more vocal. And I think she learned that from her mother not being that way. Mm-hmm. But there are times I wish I could sit down with my grandmother and just <sighs> talk to her and understand. She raised four kids and she lost one to SIDS. Oh. And I would love to be able to understand how did you walk it out and then still had my mother. Cause that baby died before my mother was born and mm-hmm. you still went out and had another kid, right? Got divorced, married the same man twice. That was a thing. <laughs> you know what my I mean? My grandmother did that too. Yeah. And like, why? Like, you didn't get it right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, what do you, uh, <laughs> and it just to be able to soak up the life lessons. Right. It's, it's oh. huge. And so, yeah, you mommies that are out there guilt and don't feel guilty for giving them guidance. Guidance. You're giving them guidance. And, and they'll reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Explain. They'll it'll it'll come back to remembrance. Absolutely. You know, the train up your child in the way they should go and they shall not depart from it is a very real scripture from the standpoint of you're training them up. They will recall it when mm-hmm. the time is right. right. It just may not happen when you want it to happen, but they will recall it because you deposited into them. Right. Yeah. I have a friend that has younger children and she um she's so worried about making mistakes and You're going oh, to. You're going to make mistakes. <laughs> you are so going to make mistakes. You're human. Yeah. It's okay. If you could do anything over again, is mm-hmm. could, can you? Does anything first pop up in your mind? Or I think the biggest thing I would do over is uh, being too overprotective. I was very uh, when I walked into single motherhood, I had no village here because again, all my family's in Michigan. I'm from Michigan, so everybody's back in Michigan. So my mom, when I got divorced, you need to come back home. Come back home. I'm like, mom, I'm rooted here. I have a career here. 
Like that's spiritual suicide. If I come back home, it might be good to you, but then, oh, mommy's taking care of me and my kids. No, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) And so I got into a headspace where I became such a mama bear, where I feel some of the social skills, TJ in particular, Sean, he just evolved and grew into who he is and he's going to continue to do so. But TJ in particular, I feel like he would be more sociable had I not been so of a hovering mom. I didn't do play dates. I was just too afraid of people figuring out I'm here alone. And and what if they try to take advantage or hurt me or my Mm -hmm. babies? So I was just too protective. And I wish I would have let myself be more open to finding my village sooner. I found them, but it was this very much so later where some of the things that are who they are is who they are because Mm -hmm. of the lack of exposure that I didn't give them at a younger age. You know, and I think every child... Well, I know every child is different, but um, I was made fun of back in my community mm-hmm. in Austin. I know some of y'all are listening, <laughs> but they made fun of me because I was the token um, helicopter mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, constantly, mm-hmm. constantly. And um, I, I don't, I do not regret that. Mm-hmm. And I've asked my child, like, did I hurt you because of that? Yeah. I, was that not? She goes, are you kidding me? And she said, I will do the same thing to my child. And that is the biggest compliment mm, absolutely. That, that you absolutely. would parent. Now, have I made mistakes? Oh, my gosh. You know, um, I when you were talking about grabbing TJ by the neck and I have had, I've gone crazy. <laughs> I mean, like my head is like the exorcism, you know, like, oh, my gosh. And Kennedy, I just wish she, I wish she wouldn't have seen so many times where I went Cuckoo Cocoa Puffs. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. wish I would hit that. But then on the other hand, you got to be real. Absolutely. But not 365 I, yeah. days. <laughs> I get you. I'm kidding. I get you. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's good that they, even with me being engaged, right? They've seen some of the struggles and some mm-hmm. of the uh, challenges of his experiences versus my experiences, how I parent versus where he parents. Um, there was a period we actually even broke up. And I told him, I'd like block his number, get off, get him off your Instagram. Like I, I go very extreme uh, when yeah, that'd be me. Yeah. I was like, every cut him out, yeah. gone, done. <laughs> and you know, Sean being the Sean that he is, he's like, well, why? I said, he lied. And that's it. That's it. And then when he came back, Sean's like, so hmm. he's back. Where's that line in the concrete what? now, mom? Yeah. He's like. <laughs> Thought he lied. I said, well, we figured out some stuff came out and we talked through it. That's not just, just leave it alone. It's like, okay. I know. So, but I'm okay with that because they need to see there's no perfect relationship. Mm-mm. Right. And they need to see how, well, how did mom work through this or how did dad work through challenges in their relationship? Mm-hmm. At least they have something, a foundation to bounce off of and then they can make their own sure. decisions. Sure. You know, um, children, so, so, I mean, their, their radars are up and they're watching and listening Absolutely. to everything we say and yes, do. Ma'am. Oh my yes, goodness. Ma'am. We are such role models, but you know, if you're in a marriage and I, my husband and I, 10 years, mm-hmm. many marriages, I'll repeat that. But, mm-hmm. um, I think that Greg and I are doing a good job of showing Kennedy what a relationship should look like. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean that he doesn't get upset with me or I with him. And I am much like you because yeah. Greg's like, you, you, you go left on me so quickly. He's like, it doesn't have, yep. I'm done. I'm over. It's over. Forget are it. I'm not going to no, I'm Capricorn. Okay. I was going to say, because that's, that's some Scorpio stuff. Once you're like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Like He's like, do you have to go? Do you have to go there every time? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 
we're getting ready to go. He makes me mad. And I'm like, well, I'm not going. I'm mm-hmm. out. I'm, I'm out. Forget it. That's that independence in you, girl. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's and what it is. Stubborn. And I don't want to be that person. I know. I'm working Are on you? it, too. Yeah, you're yeah. working on it. And then, you know it. what? And parenting and being, being, you know, here I am a parent. But on the other hand, I'm starting a new career, you yeah. know, and I don't even know what I'm doing. Your and, mommy, you're, you're evolving into the woman taking the, the big mom hat off. And now let yes. me evolve into Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. Let me a be new me. level of Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's crazy. But social media, Mm -hmm. what do you think about all that with the, I mean, it's such a blessing for our children, Mm -hmm. for us, Mm -hmm. you and I are are social media. Mm -hmm. Give us your parameters with screen time and social media with your boys. Oh, they don't like me very much. Uh, We have a centralized location where all phones have to go. They have phones. They have. Oh, what age? I, I gave them both phones at the age of 12. Yeah. Okay. And that was just because they were going places at that point, especially TJ with the athlete, uh, the um, team stuff and everything that he had going on. So I gave it to him at 12 with guardrails. Of course, it was, you know, I had all kinds of lockdown stuff on it. Right. When they were with their dad. All right. You're with your dad. You don't need it. And, you know, that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, we have a centralized location. 9 p.m. is my expectation. Put it there. Charging. We're done. Um, throughout the day, of course, they're at school, they're doing what they do. But at one point I was the manager of both of their Instagrams because they have Instagram. Okay. And that's primarily with TJ. He has Instagram and Twitter because of being an athlete, college athletes, agents, all that kind of stuff. They look for you there. Um, But I was still what you call the manager of it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I would be the one who would post for them. I would be the one who would monitor it and they knew it. But I also think because of our relationship, they know mom's going to have some real candid conversations with them about whatever I see Mm -hmm. and tell them. So there was like this new, I don't even remember the name of it, but there's this new app where you can just talk to random people. Yes, you can. And I I don't remember the name of it. I wish I could tell you moms, but parents in general, I I can't remember it right now. But I just had a real conversation based on where they want to go. So I said, you do realize what you do now will affect you in the future. Mm-hmm. So if you're sending nudie photos or, oh, or watching nudie photos or whatever, uh, Sean, you have aspirations to have an Oscar one day, right? TJ, you want to be a Hall of Famer with baseball, right? You don't think that they want to find oh. what dirt or what made you, you're this, seems like he's such a perfect guy. There's got to be some There's dirt something. somewhere. Yeah. What you do now, they will recall it later. Oh. So I try to leverage, you know, where you're trying to go. Think what you do now matters, mm-hmm. right? So if you're sending nudes and you're snapping it where mama can't see it or something just know <laughs> so I try to deposit those types of seeds of thought to make them think before they take action so I, I it's the communication thing for mm-hmm. me I talk to them a lot and they watch me on social media yes so they see how I behave and I'm very aware of that and, and I am who I am I'm not going to change that so luckily for them mama's not doing the Kim K and doing a playboy you know photo <laughs> not your, that's <laughs> not, not your brand not, not my thing nah <laughs> so, not your brand <laughs> no but social media is tough you know I have a lot of parents and you know, Kennedy, she, she, okay. She's a zoomer, but, um, we were the same way and her dad very much. So, and he had two stepchildren, um, at at eight o'clock or Mm -hmm. whatever time they are, you know, you shut it down. We have, and I see, and I talk and I know my friends have said, you know, the the phone, they're, they're exhausted. I'm like, put the phone away at night. Absolutely. I mean, that's no phones at the table. Like we're out to dinner, put the phone away. And I, I mean, and I'm, I don't have a young one, but don't, don't, not phones when you're going to bed because that's where bad stuff happens. I mean, exactly. I tell my sons all the time, nothing good happens at night. And if if I take it back to what my grandmother and my mother would say, you know, it's nothing open late at night, but legs. (laughs) 
So you're either in it or you're opening up to it. Which one are you? And they look oh, at me like, mom, I'm like, it's true. That's oh what it my is. Gosh, so no. yeah. Yeah. So I'm very like blunt with my kids. You know, I let them know when, when we even talk about girls, I'm like, you do realize that girls at this age, they're just annoying. Like, oh. I know I'm a girl, but well, well when are you going to be done? Well, you haven't called me yet. When are you going to, well, why oh. do you have, how long do you practice? Oh. Like, you want all that right now? Son? Yeah. No. Okay. No, right. Trust me. You don't want that right now. I <laughs> love till, your grandmother. Oh my gosh. Oh that, yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing open, but legs. <laughs> you either in it. Oh, you're receiving it. Which at, one are you? At night, right? Yeah. Oh my God, that is hysterical. So yeah, social media, I mean, yeah. It, it. I think, again, this is why it's so important to communicate with your kids because the more that you over-communicate, the more they have a narrative to bounce off of whatever they see out there. They know, uh, this doesn't sit well with me. And screen time. You know, a lot of people ask me, I don't know. I don't know the percentage of screen time. Yeah. And I know COVID, um, well, you you had help. them at home, right? Yep, you did. Yep, I mean, yep. I know if some are parents are like, I'm not a teacher. I mean, come on. I, but, yeah. But I don't know. Screen time. Is there a formula? I mean, I, there isn't. No. It's formula. really just no. whatever, whatever works in your household. Honestly. Right. Okay. So if you all go to I am Cole Phillips Instagram, and a lot of times you you inspire me, and mm-hmm. and um. And I don't post, I just repost her, her quotes, but she, you were telling me that you create these yourself, but two days ago, um, I read, let's normalize asking for help. You're not meant to carry it all by yourself. And I was on the toilet and I was (laughs) reading this and I'm like, Cole, I just, I wanted to reach out and go, you're, I did. I said, you're speaking to me. You're speaking to me because I I don't know how to ask for help sometimes. And I get pissed off because no one will help me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, these quotes that you have, I mean, are just so inspiring. And I'm so impressed with you as a mother. Thank you. And I know you have big changes coming in your life. You're engaged. Yay. Oh, here it is. Sis, (laughs) change comes quick. It's growth that takes time. Be patient with yourself. Yeah. Patience with your parents. You can get getting married, right? That set a date, we're married. But the growth in becoming one and making an agreement, this is who we are Mm -hmm. as a unit. Oh, that takes time because you've got different life experiences that you're trying to merge into one Mm -hmm. or just what you're walking out, what I'm walking out. We're evolving into new women, new levels, right? Yes. Make the decision. Sure. But I don't know everything. No. I'm learning as I go and I'm going to grow further into that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're, we're not patient with ourselves when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, and a lot of times when I'm posting, I'm talking to myself and mm-hmm. I'm like, somebody else needs to hear it. I know. I know there's someone who needs to hear this too. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and see, we aren't, we are not perfect and we do need help. And so, yeah. you know, so you've been in corporate America. 11, Over 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. Same company? No. No. Di- no different companies. So, yeah. See, I was in corporate America as well and uh, made the decision to phase out, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's scary, though. It is scary, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm being very transparent. I'm, I'm scared because yeah. I'm in a day and age I don't know. Yeah. It's difficult. It's, it's, it's difficult. It's, uh, you're going up against these youngins who know all things technology, <laughs> right? So you're trying to rise above the noise. But what I'm encouraged by is wisdom. That's why I use that hashtag so much in my posting, because what we do have as you get, it's a gift to get older. 
Mm. And many don't look at it that way. And it really is because as you get older, you can reflect, you can take what you've learned, what you've been exposed to and the experiences that you've had and say, okay, what's the right decision now in this season of life, Mm -hmm. right? So you take whatever you want to call failures, what I like to call it was redirections, right? And you can say, now I want to do this. I want to do that. One thing I know about corporate America, it does not change. Mm -mm. It has not changed. So the corporate politics that I see, the different brown nosers as we used to call them, what they call them now, but you know, all of the different things, it doesn't change. And so when I walk in a room and I see it, I'm just like, okay, I know what I'm dealing with Mm -hmm. you. I know what I'm dealing with that. Right. So that's the beauty of the wisdom that you know how to posture yourself, take care of it. And what others are like, oh my God. You're like, yeah, you just, you haven't lived long enough. It's okay. You haven't lived long (laughs) enough. I know. And wisdom, you know, and what the young ones do know, these Zoomers, uh, Gen Y, Z, whatever it is. I know. We're getting close to the end of the- I can't keep up, honestly. (laughs) We're getting in the end of the- the alphabet, right? But um, they will that you know they do know this t- technology so much so quick. I mean, their brain works so quickly. Yeah, yeah it's what they grew up with. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And but I will outwork all of you. All of them. I can promise you that all day, I, all day. Every and that's day. what they don't understand, and they lack communication skills. That's right. They that's do right. because they live in this. Yeah. When I get here, text. I don't know how to deal with you. Yeah. And so there is that blocker that that prevents them from really having growth. So they need us just as much as we need mm-hmm. them. Right. So what I can give you in wisdom, you can give me in, in your education and knowledge of things I don't know with the current stuff. Right. And Cole was referring to their texting. Yeah. Their direct messaging. Yeah. And they're not talking and, and they, no. they've got to have social. I mean, that, yeah, the soft skills are like mm, so low, so low right now. And the no shade, but I'm just saying. No, I'm just it saying. It is what it is. Well, I can't thank you enough for giving your wisdom. I appreciate you having me. You I know, do. This has I been just, fun. I mean, immediately I, I, I sent her a message and you said, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Made me so happy. I and love being with my ladies. I am, I'm all about I'm, women and empowerment. And I would love to come on your, yours. You're, you're going something. to. Don't, don't worry. You're going to. You, you guys <laughs> see my slang. You're going to. You're, you're going. I'm, I had plans after the show. Big so plans. you beat me to it. Well, and you know, um, I, everyone, I want you to, to follow along with her because big changes are coming ahead. Yes, so we're exciting. rebranding, yeah. evolving. Oh my gosh, that R word. Yes, evolve. Yes, they're definitely. evolving. Well, you can you can find. I've said it many times. Yes, I am Cole. Phillips. I am Cole Phillips. Follow me. I am the same on Facebook. I am Cole Phillips in both spaces. Um, I'd love to connect. I'm big DM. Believe it or not, if you DM me, I do respond. I don't live on social media, so if there's a little delay, it's because I'm living life. But I do respond. See, I need to listen to that because I live on it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I just said I, I I DM'd her on the toilet. So there's that. So everyone, please follow along. I'm Tiffany C. Blackman on Instagram, and you know what? We're trying to get up in that podcast world. So there if you, you would rate and review, there people do not understand. I know it's they huge. It's it, you don't. Have, it doesn't cost you anything. Nothing. Just rate and review. That's all I need. That's rate it. and review. Trying to get up in that pop, podcast. Yeah, world. we can't be seen if you don't rate and review. Well, everyone, love your children. Don't have that mommy or daddy no. guilt. No, no, not at all. All and everyone have a wonderful day and keep being fabulous.